Bam! This is Andy Humphrey. Welcome to another episode of the Sprinkler Nerd Show, where it is my job to get in the mind of world-class landscape entrepreneurs from all over the multi-universe to tease out their habits and lessons learned so you can apply them to your own life and business or career or however you want to use them. Today, however, this is just me. I'd like to share a quote with you that opened up my mind a little bit in a really good way. And this quote inspired me to think about what I know and how perhaps we should be a bit more open-minded sometimes about what other people know and want to share, what we know and want to share, and if any of us are even right at all. And is being right the goal anyway? (laughs) So before... I share the quote with you. I think I'd like to tell you a quick story, a story sort of of self-reflection this week. This is me sort of opening up, I guess, being a little bit vulnerable. And before I share, I think let's, before I forget, let's roll the intro. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. (laughs) For the past seven days, I... Seven days? Six days. Six or seven days, I was in Honolulu, Hawaii. I guess I don't even need to say Hawaii. You guys know where Honolulu is. I was on spring break with my family, and uh, I had an awesome opportunity to catch up with two other sprinkler nerds, my number one favorite sprinkler nerd, Paul Bassett, and also Dave Woods, who I've known for almost 20 years also, from both from Envacor. They are currently working on a killer project at Pearl Harbor uh, that I was fortunate enough to assist with, and it was great to see them both. Uh, and I want to give a special shout out to you, Dave, for entertaining my wife um, such that she actually drank a beer, two beers. And my wife doesn't drink beer. So that's a, a compliment, Dave. You you opened up the space to, to uh, encourage her. Actually, you didn't encourage her to, so she could encourage herself to actually drink a beer, and she doesn't drink beer. So thanks, Dave. And, you know, we, we met at a really small microbrewery on the island that small had like six tables small very small and uh the beer was good so thanks for meeting up dave great to see you and awesome to spend some time with paul so anyway on my flight home i was catching up on some emails before i needed to catch some sleep because we were on the red eye but i had work was on my mind coming coming back to reality so i was catching up on some emails, and I remembered that I had been asked to be interviewed on a podcast called Scaling Up H2O. Okay, so this interview hasn't happened yet. If you want to check out that podcast, go ahead. It's called Scaling Up H2O. And as a part of the scheduling process, I was asked to answer a series of questions about myself, one of which was uh, to include and actually attach a short bio about myself and my business history. And it's not like I have a bio about myself just sitting around waiting to attach to a form. And so, you know, it was in this process of reviewing my past that I sort of had a few moments to self-reflect on the plane that I don't typically allow time for myself to kind of self-reflect in that way and write down 
things about myself that got me to where I am. So what I did is I just asked myself kind of a, a simple question, and I don't know why, but it seemed like the right question for me to ask myself if I wanted to advise someone else uh, uh, and tell them about my business career and what worked for me and how it could work for them. So at first I wrote down a whole bunch of things, you know, a ton of accomplishments, work timelines, what I did, projects. I had this whole list. And then I looked at it and I thought, does anybody really give a shit about this whole list? So I kind of like reflected again. And then I asked myself, how could I simplify this? Like, is there any, what is the common theme that ties all these things together? If someone were to ask me for advice and, you know, about what got me where I am, I'm certainly not going to rattle off all of this Googly guck to them, like too much information, TMI. <laughs> then I thought, is there something kind of specific that ties my different successes together? And I often think of, you know, I hate calling it success because that seems weird telling myself that I'm successful, but whatever. It is kind of a combination of like this digital marketing sphere and this irrigation sphere and this technology sphere. When you put all those things together, you kind of get where I am right now. And so that's what, I, that's what I thought. Is there something specific that ties my different successes together? And I also think that this could be important for you to ask yourself. I would encourage you to ask yourself this same question. What makes you you? What makes you or has made you successful at what you do? What got you where you are? So for me, what I did is after kind of thought, long thought, you know, just listening to the white noise on the airplane, I boiled it down to sort of two specific, maybe they're traits or philosophies or whatever you, you want to call it, but there's two. And I actually really like them. I'm going to start talking about these more if I haven't already. So number one is creativity. Number two is curiosity. And I don't know if they're in any particular order. I don't know if curiosity comes before creativity or if creativity comes before curiosity. But those are the two things that I think if someone were to ask me, Andy, how did you get to where you are now or 10 years ago or, or any, at any point, I would say that I'm just curious and, and creative. Okay. So I, that's pretty much how I feel like I got where I am. And again, not that I am anywhere, right? I'm, I'm here talking to you, I suppose. So that's how I got here. <laughs> talking to you on this microphone, on this podcast is really because of curiosity and creativity. And I think that, you know, these things are specific to me. They'll be different for you, some of you, because everybody can have, you know, different traits and philosophies. And I encourage you to spend time reflecting sort of on, on these or yours from your own life. And if you've never had a thought like this before, like what got you to where you are, hey man, give it a try. It may seem awkward. It may seem a bit weird. It may seem sort of like touchy feely or, uh, but I encourage you to give it a try. And I think that the benefits will compound over time, the more you reflect on your self. Okay. So there's my, my little soft intro. And now I'd like to transition into the quote of the week. And I heard this quote while listening to the Tim Ferriss show. Again, I love this show. I'm going to plug it again. I think it's a great podcast for expanding your mind. I would highly recommend it to you. Keep in mind, generally the episodes are long. They could be up to two hours, 
but there's so much goodness in them that the first 15 minutes of an episode is not going to be tied to the last 15 minutes. So I would just say, you know, open it up, listen to some. It's fantastic. And again, I was listening to this episode while I was exercising after just getting back uh, from the flight and just needing to get my body, you know, back in motion. So this is the quote that Tim mentioned. And Tim couldn't recall the exact phrasing because he was using it to reference something else, but I wrote it down because it stood out to me. And then I went and looked it up online and I found the original author of the quote. So here is the quote. I'm going to read it to you. I may read it twice. So here's the quote. Half of what we are going to teach you is wrong and the other half is right. Our problem is that we don't know which half is which. Okay, let me read it again. Half of what we are going to teach you is wrong and the other half is right. Our problem is that we don't know which half is which. And this quote was from Dr. Charles Burwell, and he was the dean of Harvard Medical School from, I don't know, somewhere around 1940 or 1950. I didn't write that down, but that's about the time frame. And he was given some kind of a, you know, a speech that the dean would give and that was the quote. Half of what we're going to teach you is wrong and the other half is right. Our problem is that we don't know which half is which. And it resonated with me, I think, partially because of my passion for curiosity and creativity, right, that I said before, but also because this is, this is just a big experiment. Like, I, I should say life is sort of an experiment, if that's how you want to look at it, and maybe that's how I look at it. But I also think that what we do work-wise, right, landscaping-wise, irrigation-wise, lighting-wise, it is all an experiment. And I think it can be refreshing if you think of it that way, okay? It's just an experiment. Watering plants is just a big experiment. And I think that it is important to remind ourselves that what we think we know may be correct, and it also may be incorrect, because it could be correct today based on a set of information known today in 2023, and it could also be incorrect in 2028 because of a set of new information that's not available to us now. And what we thought was incorrect now in 2023 could be correct in 2028. Everything is subject to change, and relevance to the information provided at the time, which may lead to, you know, a theory being correct or incorrect. And so just think about sprinklers. How, how, how we water the landscape today is different than how we watered the landscape in 1975. We're still putting drops of water in the air and on the ground, but the tools we use are different. The scheduling formulas we use are different. The automation is different. And I say this to give you permission to keep an open mind. You do not need to be an expert who has all the answers. If you are an expert that has all the answers, how could you learn something new if you already know it all? Okay. Instead, I encourage you to be an expert that continuously questions what you know, almost like constant pursuit of a better way of doing it. Okay. And Yes, the way you're doing it today, hopefully, is the best way that you know how based on what you know, but I would encourage you to maybe make one little small change in the way you 
service your next system, install your next system, wire your next system, make one little change, see what happens. See what happens. Learn, experiment, do it again, don't do it again. And if we keep doing that over time, all you can have is improvement and you will develop and you will grow into the, either the next person that you want to be or you will start to develop better irrigation systems because it's that constant questioning and trying something new over time that will continue to allow you to grow. So I think that's it. 50% of what you know is right. You just don't know which 50%. <laughs> So yeah, that's it, my friends. I encourage you to stay curious, ask questions, try something new, learn, and repeat. Man, I actually like the way that sounds. Stay curious, ask questions, try something new, learn, and repeat. Have an amazing weekend. I will catch you same place, same time next week. Adios.